0: to the review of Essendon's 2015 season and what do we call it? Primers. Primers of 2016. Yeah. Yep. Um, That's what we're going with. Josh is on daddy duties again so we've got our Essendon correspondent Will back in the saddle. How you on, Will?
1: Very good. Thank you very much.
0: Um, did such a great job last time we had you know people flooding in saying we want more Will. <laughs> you don't have <laughs> to patch <patronize> it. So <laughs> right. no, it's, we, we did have to block your email address. But that <laughs> um, so we are recording this um, before the WADA-ASADA results come in. So the, I mean the good side of that is we, we can't really talk about it. But um, beyond that, there was an article in the paper that said they're going to have to wait until mid-January yep. or something like that, which the Essendon players were annoyed with. Yeah. can imagine say, why. Oh, yeah. <laughs> any, geez, players, have some patience. <laughs> <laughs> These things have a process they need to go through. Stop trying to rush. But um, anyway, it's going to be a better 2016 regardless because whatever the decision is, it's going to be gone. And that's good. Well, Straight any decision about, yeah. really strange thing thinking that it'll be over yeah mm. I mean, so there's players there like Danahoe it's probably been his whole career mm. yeah uh, it's just been under actually,
2: that and especially um, you know, what's the two coaches they've got now if I can always get McKenna mixed up with Worstfold. Um, um, worst mm. yeah, yeah and you got I mean they came from clubs which were pretty contentious with their issues so I think even for them we'd be pretty happy to have them sorted out now just be like fucking just gonna get back to coaching
0: yeah but they knew what drugs they were taking <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> that's that. true
2: and theirs were actually performance enhancing <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, so let's have a look. I mean, uh, 2015, they ended up 15th with six wins, but it was clearly a season of two halves. Yeah. Kind of. Um, there was pre wider um, Appeal and post.
2: And it's always like they didn't have an off-season because there's always just shit going on. Yeah. It was pretty hard to relax and get away from it. And Couldn't train either. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And oh, it
0: had, had the ring-ins come in. Mm. Yeah, that's um, right. One of
2: them is back on the list as well. Yeah,
0: which one was that? Uh, Mitch Brown. Mitch Brown. Yeah. Um, well, I thought it was actually one of the highlights of the year when... Uh, uh, they had their their own Mad Monday in March <laughs> the ring in players so yep. pretty good um, you got to make the most of those kind of situations but I mean end of the day like I said uh, one or two have got another chance at the big time so yeah some good's come of it
2: yeah almost all like um, uh, patched up um, it was like the Mighty Ducks or something like that where you've Major got, League Yeah, Major League That's what I was <laughs> thinking of uh, Where you just get a squad together um, But not the only ones I think North Melbourne have followed along the same vein Except uh, for different reasons So it's just the only people that want to go to North Melbourne Are castaways from other clubs
0: Well, I'm going to say Carlton have
2: gone very heavy in GWS's knee side <laughs> Yeah <laughs> yeah. And the thing is The rest of the AFL just goes to town on GWS's AFL side But even they don't want to go to Carlton <laughs>
0: Um, so looking back at 2015 I think if we look at the best win for Essendon it's quite clearly it's the Hawthorne game round two
1: I'd almost in terms of the quality of opponent obviously it was the best but um, I actually think the Melbourne win was it wasn't better but it, it gave me a lot more hope than the Hawthorne win because that win was driven by a lot of the young players who weren't um, who weren't involved in the wider stuff, yeah. guys yeah. like the next generation, thought. yeah, and it gave us a real sense of like, this is what these guys can be capable of. Um, if everything sort of goes to plan, which, which, which it did that when
0: day. It, when in the season was that? Was that It was about
1: round 15.
0: Yeah. It was you the, say towards. Yeah. yeah. And it was also. The other good
1: thing was it was the week after the St Kilda debacle as well, where we got pumped by about
0: 100 Yeah, we so And we are going to talk about that game too. <laughs> yeah, can't wait for that. Um, um, yeah, but uh, Melbourne have been a bit of the bogey side for us too. Yeah. <laughs> Melbourne have been shit for a lot longer than mm. anybody else. <laughs> but they've always found A way to beat Essendon for some reason, mm. so I guess it was that little monkey off your back, yeah. And you take the little things when you can
2: because <laughs> uh, yeah, I always thought the obvious one would have been Hawks, just like you said, based on the quality of opposition. But, um, one uh, thing well, that was good for different reasons was the round 23 against um, Collingwood because mm. even yep. though both teams aren't playing finals, they put on a really good game. Like it was game of the round, more or less. It was the only game that sort of was played in, um, you know, some serious people tried, yeah, yeah. people tried. <laughs> And considering you could see how worn down they were for, from a long off-season of all that bullshit and having to go through through the main season as well, you could see they were worn out halfway through. Um, weren't really sure of what's going to happen in the off-season. Had no resolution to their problems. Yet came out and gave the fans something to sort of be excited about going into off-season. Um, I thought it was showing a lot of heart and a lot of character of the players that are there. And you can tell that they're there for the long haul there. They want to get the club back to where it was. and yeah. So I thought as a, a supporter... I mean, one of those wins you'd be happy with because it's Collingwood as well, so you're always happy to score one over them. Yeah. So. Me, yeah, I thought that was a good one. Yeah.
0: You say, like we say with yesterday, if they have wins over Collingwood and Carlton during the year, it's been a good year. Oh, and yeah. Hawthorne. Yeah. And, and Hawthorne, of course. Yeah. Um, it's uh, on the others. I mean, they only had six wins, mm. but the ones they had were all right. Yeah. Um, so you still got to have something, and, um, you know, in, in a year where they lost Hurd as coach. Um, yeah. Maybe a couple of years too late just to shut off, you know,
1: the. That side
0: of it. That side of it. And now I think Paul Little has stepped down at the last AGM. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that was
1: always going to be the plan. Yeah. Once this, once the wireless stuff was gone, that he would. Here we go as well.
0: I think the only sad thing about that was it wasn't released in an open letter to the public. Paul <laughs> Little we didn't hold a press conference for it. which is Got common. all of them framed at home. Yeah. <laughs> Were they hand-delivered by the, yeah. the membership <laughs> the <party? laughs>
2: uh, yeah, The other thing with the Hawks win at the start of the season almost gave the fans some false hope about what to expect for the rest of the season.
0: Well, because Hawthorne um, belted along in round one. Mm. Yeah, so They so. looked unbeatable. Yeah. Um, so
2: I feel like it almost set him up for more heartache than they deserved <laughs> so it's kind of those ones where you're like yeah we won and then you're like H- how do we do that the whole season like oh I can do this rest of the season yeah. and then you realise well it was kind of an anomaly that was there so um, I think the wins towards the end of the season show putting a bit more heart a bit more effort and it gives you something to hang your hat on going into off season going alright we we've got light there's a way out
1: and it shows well um what the structure of the side would probably look like as well next year. yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, well, I mean there's still Watson was out so, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think a few others off the top of my head but yeah. um, uh, escaping at this stage. Um, so on the other side of the coin then the worst loss is obviously 110 points to St Kilda um, mm, yep. round 14 which is you just can't. Remember. when was the last time St Kilda won by 100? It's got to be five or six years.
2: Yeah I couldn't even tell you most of the time they're down 40 points after the first quarter and got to fight their way back so it's pretty obvious Saints to win by 100. I'm um, sure
1: Ross Lyon would have held some team with about 20 points or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: but even with the St Kilda game, like it's not actually that clear that it was the worst loss. I mean, yeah. the Adelaide game was just as much. Yeah. That was the final. Yeah. Final game for her yeah. as well.
2: Yeah. And 90 points to the Bulldogs. And, and efforts it, like it was you can see the fatigue in a lot of the players, and the worst thing is losing when you don't show heart. Like yeah. you're used to especially for a proud club like Essendon.
0: Was it the GWS game? Was this this team is this club is fucked? Yeah, is yeah, that, that the GWS it. one? Yeah. So I mean, oh, that's right, yeah, yeah that, um,
1: quite an accurate um, diagnosis. I can say no, like. yeah.
0: <laughs> it wasn't like he was
1: lying. He yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was
2: just repeating what the fans were doing over the fans. I think, <laughs> <laughs> and especially with the Saints loss, um, they beat them earlier in the year. I think it was around five. Yeah. They got over them by two points, and what well, was a close hard fought game.
1: That was a real sort of we fell over the line win. Yeah, that yeah. One. yeah.
2: Yeah, and so to, to, to go down to the same, well, a team that you'd think you're better than. Um, you yeah. should be better than. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and things were looking up at the start of the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, they put Sydney to the sword for three quarters mm-hmm. in round one yeah. and really show what they could do. Um, round two, uh, it wasn't like Hawthorne had an off day. They didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Essendon just absolutely beat them. Um, and then, yeah, it's, obviously it fell away from there, but... Um, uh, on a player front um, who do we reckon had standout years because I, I think there was some absolute standouts I think the two Especially big ones down back yeah, yeah. Hooker 1A
1: yeah. um, and 1B they were I mean when you're giving up 170 points 150 points and losing by 100 points and still able to say the defence did their job yeah it's yeah they yeah, i shudder to think what we would be like without them
0: to be honest yeah probably That's- the Premier back two hmm.
2: for the season yeah. and I thought like unexpectedly so from the start of the season I think yeah. that one ones that really came where you, it wasn't a role that I would have assigned to them but they put their hand up and owned it and done really well
0: well especially Hurley because he's been yeah. one of those players that's bounced around They yeah. tried to make him into the next key forward for them yeah um, and it sort of you know it worked some weeks and didn't work others yeah um, but I, it was not only his best season but by far his most consistent yeah yeah, um, yeah. There's probably you know two or three games where you can say you got beaten. Yeah, you know, and, and that's it.
1: Even that Melbourne game when Hogan had Hogan. been
0: destroyed. Yeah.
1: you know, seasoned opponents left, right, and center, and yeah, took just rants apart. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. And
1: I, I spent probably half a game just watching Hurley, and it was just night and day how much. You know, yeah. yeah, Dominated. Yeah.
2: Which was what? Which S-thing game did we go watch live this year? If I saw the Hawthorne one. Was I there the for that f- one? first one. Well, was, we saw Richmond Essendon, which was... Might have been, um, might have been that one. Where we I saw I both like in- Richmond Essendon games. really well. And that's the one where I really noticed um, sort of him... It's almost like he adopted that role himself. I don't know what the structure, instructions were from coaches, if it was sort of intentional that he was going to go there or if he happened to float back there one day and they were like, hey, we can work with this. Yeah. But it seemed like that game where he stood out... Um, and no one else did as well so I think it was, for, it
0: was probably the dream time game which is yeah. Fletcher's 400th yeah. yeah
2: yeah yeah. it would have been that one actually and I think I mean it's pretty hard to get players to a club that's got that much troubles but someone like that is sort of the example of, of what players you need and what culture yeah. you're going to try and build you know out of the ashes of whatever the fuck is going to be the result of yeah. all yeah. that shit so um, well, yeah.
1: you're one player who <clears throat> bleed for the club and yeah, exactly. Hooker and Hurley definitely do that. Yeah. Um, I mean yeah. you can argue about whether Carlisle was as talented as as as
0: those two but I think Carlisle's best is mm. um but obviously his worst yeah. is a yeah. Uh, lot out. Mm-hmm. Really. Yeah. Um but Hooker made fullback his his, like mm. there was no doubt about it. I mean, he still goes down forward and kicks a goal. against yeah. like mm. he, he couldn't kick that goal if he tried another hundred times. He, yeah. he won't get it again. Yeah, um, you know, but it's, it's great that he's got a highlight besides chasing Franklin down the wing, <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. was just so disrespectful. For the players, his, uh, his main is just chasing Franklin's ass the yeah. half the ground. I like even he acknowledge, <laughs> yeah. acknowledged it when Franklin got um traded to uh to Sydney.
2: He's like, well, at least I can see the end of that highlight. Yeah. <laughs> nah, let's no. come back. <laughs> yeah.
0: You asked Brad Johnson about that. <laughs>
2: yeah. 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 That's the worst way you know that you cannot give up chasing, otherwise, you're going to cop it. But you know you've got no chance of catching him. And so it's yeah, almost like a dog chasing his tail. You're like, fuck this, man.
0: I, a couple of years ago in the Rugby World Cup, I remember, um, South Africa had a winger who was just the fastest man out there. Right. There's quite a few times where he'd get a lead on someone and they just go, nah, fuck that. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, you're right. And yeah. just start
2: jogging. And that was the end of it. I remember it. there was some Canadian dude as well. He was a sprinter. And he obviously made the Canadian... Canadian sevens or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. And yeah, as soon as he'd get it, just bolt down the side of the field. And everyone's like, the fuck is this <laughs> shit, man? <laughs> it's almost like not having an offside in soccer and just standing by the goals. And just dunk, Yeah. it in.
0: Um, so Hurley and Hooker, I think, were a clear standout. So how, how'd they go in the... Uh, is it the Dick Reynolds Medal? Uh, Crichton Medal. Crichton. Yeah. Crichton. Uh, Hurley won. Yeah, um, I, th- I thought it, Hurley and
1: Hooker one and two. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, um, it was. Um, like, it was going to be one of those two.
0: Besides them, I thought also thought that Bagley had his best yeah. year. Yep. Um, yeah, he was uh, really consistent. Um, and I think you made the All Australian squad, not really the team, but the squad. Yeah, I think you. Yeah. um Which is is fair enough, um, yep. but it's good recognition for you know. Um, someone that doesn't always get uh the, the highlights or the accolades. Yeah. Um a workhorse. Yeah. He's yeah. A,
1: he's in a position where he's never gonna be in he's never gonna be featured in a highlight. But yeah. um and even again those games where we were losing by, by so much, you could just see how how much Yeah, wo- yeah, and yeah. how much worse it would have been if guys like Bagley weren't there. But um I think that Bagley was a real success for for um SM's recruiters because um so the mid to late nineties we were we were obviously a really, really poor defensive team and yeah. um, there were games like I mean when Mark Lecray was kicking twelve goals on us and yeah. Jared Grant kicked six goals <laughs> the immortal Jared Grant kicked <laughs> six goals on us. <laughs> yeah. And it was it was a real it's a really, really good that they were able to find this sort of nuggety small defender who was able to just
0: lock down that,
1: that small forward. Yeah,
0: got a little bit of mongrel about him, a little bit of dirt. Yeah. That's he's he's a 70s back, back pocket boy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sure he's doing his plumbing apprenticeship yeah. <laughs> or something. It's got to be. See, uh, I wonder if it's no coincidence that he's um, uh, improved or, or arisen when Sheedy's come back. Because mm. you can just see Sheedy's probably like, oh, that's my boy. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the one.
2: Yeah. And the other, other thing is that I remember. Uh, the start of the season we did our chopping block and who's on there I think we named McKernan as the one for the Bombers whose head was on the chopping block and I think he did a couple of good things better than I expected him to do but especially with when you you lose Ryder and uh, Carlisle obviously not really interested in playing for the whole season Um, you need someone to be able to show that they're at least trying and attempting and he was in B's for a fair while wasn't he? He He was because he
1: was a rookie so he was unable to play for the first half of the year and then he was upgraded I think after the after the West Coast game or something like that. Something like that, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But um, it's a real um, testament that the effort that he showed, mm. um, he got, uh, so he's no longer rookie listed. He's on the yeah. full yep. list yep. this year. Yep. Um, I think it's great because he was given impossible tasks. Yep. Yeah. A, yeah. You know, um, let's say six foot one, maybe six foot two, yeah. um, playing in Ruck. You know, playing against, you know, uh, Jacobs and Goldstein, Goldstein yeah. and, um, so it's one of those things where you'd expect one out of ten for him and he got a two out of ten
2: yeah. <laughs> that's all you can ask for yeah he exactly. did better
0: than you expected
2: yeah yeah, yeah especially in that role um, the other thing is, uh, impressed is that they got 37,000 members already in the off season for you know a team that could struggle to draw it's a crowd been, for
0: yeah so the, time. the fans have been belted
2: yeah but, um, but I found it's funny with those established Victorian teams it seems the worse they do the more members they start to get like when Richmond had their worst year ever and had our highest membership base when we got the wooden spoon I believe it was well oh, that's, that's Richmond there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> backwards as fuck there is <far laughs> there's, there's one exception to the rule though <laughs> who's that Carlton yeah, yeah Carlton really yeah. struggling yeah. Then, you know, the members that they did have it's almost like they had five people that bought 20,000 memberships each and just <laughs> cracked it up to 100,000 They've always struggled with the rules, Carlton. <laughs> Ever since the draft, the salary cap's been brought yeah. in. It's great. It's, it's, great. <laughs> it's awesome, yeah. This is why we can talk
0: about this on an Essendon podcast. Yeah. And it's yeah. almost,
2: almost like Mermel Storm and had that different room set up for dodgy deals. It's like, it's not enough just to have a book that you hide under a bench somewhere, have our own little secret room set up, I think it was behind a cupboard or some shit, where you actually conduct your dodgy business. And Carlton had busy, you know, their own, <laughs> own whole structure there. <laughs> They um, deal in brown paper bags. They do it <laughs> yeah, <very> well. Yep.
0: <laughs> you got to get them from the source. See, that, that's mm. how smart they were. Yeah. They even went they're saving money in the brown paper bags. It oh, doesn't matter <laughs> where you get them from because they all got
2: together and organised how much you pay from <laughs> anywhere, so do not matter.
0: Um, even though he only played half a season, I thought Collier was one of actually And probably especially because I got to see the, the Hawthorne game live um, but how impressive he was that um, he, he's got enough uh, muscle on him that he can't get pushed off the ball. Yep. But still has that explosive pace out of the packs. Collier
1: went from a, a sort of bit part forward pocket player who drifted in and out of games to probably one of our most important midfielders. And Absolutely, we really It yeah. was really noticeable when he, when he went, when yep. he we was injured, how how much we missed that sort of line-breaking pace. and mm. And his delivery as well is just...
0: It's pretty damn, yeah, yeah. It's
1: exceptional for a team that really struggled with with sort of foot skills for a, for a long, long time. Yeah, having that guy who can just pinpoint a pass on the run at his
0: at his speed. At, just at top really, speed. Yeah. I mean, I think he'd be you know in the elite for speed when it comes mm. to the AFL, not yeah. just for the yeah. for the but, Yeah, um, it was a real shame. Like even though you know Essendon losing is still one of life's <laughs> great pleasures, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I really enjoyed watching him play just uh, as a fan of footy.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, um, and the last player I, I had down who had a, a good year was uh, uh, Pig Hibbert. Um I, I thought he was pretty consistent um, throughout. Again, without being a star, he's one of those yeah. um, glue around the club, you know, around the team. Yeah, um, but uh, one of those guys that didn't get his colours lowered too yeah. too many times.
1: Again, being part of that defence is always sort yeah. of on a hiding to hide into nothing, but he managed to play his role.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, well. uh, and at the same time, it's a team that only had six wins for the year, yeah. so it's not a surprise that they're. Standouts yeah. or better yeah. players were in the back seats. Yeah, um, yeah. Because a couple of
1: others. Um, I think Merritt Zach Merritt had a really, really, really good year. Wait, hear
2: that? Yeah, that's what it sounded like. I it sounded like something falling at the back.
0: We something. Sorry, uh, pick it up with Zach Merritt. Mm. Yeah, a, a guy I
1: thought had a really, really sensational year was, was Zach Merritt. A lot of a lot of those second year players get often have really sort of down years. Yeah, second the year blues. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And for a guy who had such a great rookie season to have to even improve on that, I think he's going to be a really, really important part of that midfield for for a long, long time.
2: Yeah, and I think they've got no. I think the midfield's really good. So you've got the talent to bolster it where you can start... Um, instead of resting and subbing people off the bench, you can rest players down in forward pockets and they can mm. still hold their roles. Um, was there any serious concern about um, changing captains at Essendon? Like, were they serious actually considering that?
0: I reckon they, they probably spoke about it. it. It wasn't an automatic reappointment for yeah. Watson. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, when they did make the decision... you know, And obviously a new coach coming in... Um, they were very adamant, Like, no, all right, decision's done, let's go. Yeah. Right.
1: And I think it, yeah, there definitely would have been some discussion, but I also think it, at the end of the day, if Watson had said, I don't want this, they would have been like, fine, if he had said, let's do it again, I'll be captain, they would have been like, yeah,
2: fine. leave it up to him. Leave it up to yeah. him, yeah. yeah. But I suppose especially he's got the respect of the playing group that's there, yeah. um, led them through those hard times, and you can see it took its toll on him. Yeah. So yeah, I guess it was just a matter of if he actually wanted to do it after going through all that.
1: And the other thing is that, Heppel's obviously going to be the next captain. Yep, yeah. And Watson has spoken before about how he felt he was captain too early when he yep. first became yep. captain. So I've, I think there's always that risk of giving it to, to Heppel... Too yeah. early and too just early let him, again. You know, yeah. Give him a couple more years as like that vice captain role and let him well, come into it on his own.
0: Melbourne made their captains too early and nothing bad came out of that. <laughs> well, worked well, we, out fine. As far as we, I'm,
1: we kept Mark Neill yeah. out, <laughs> out of the process this time. Do you
0: think they asked him just as a gag? Like, hey, Mark Neil, do you reckon we captain? <laughs> eh, well, I reckon shut the fuck up, Mark.
2: <laughs> Maybe it was just like that Seinfeld so It was like, whatever Mark Neil Neil'd say we'll just do the we'll opposite. It's <laughs> Yeah, like the can't win story, I think. Or pop telling a story about old mate can't win, where he'd um circle the horses in the um, paper every morning. Yeah. But he'd circle the ones that he was not going to bet on because he bet on um, well, he can't win. the quads or whatever. Yeah. He was playing golf one day and the missus saw the paper there and was going fuck. doesn't put his bets on. I'll go put it on for him. She bet on the circled ones. Of course got he up. gets up Yeah, <laughs> Takes <laughs> over a couple of grand I think everyone's popped That story About well, someone
0: I did it once At the Broken Hill uh, races We're In the last race only six horses I went up to our mate uh, Billy Billy Pritchard yeah. And went Alright Bill Who are you picking He goes Oh that one go, Right Cross that one out <laughs> And uh, yeah Got up I was happy with that um, So let's have a look At uh, season 2016 then um, Have a look at some of the uh, The big inns For the club Now One very important in Is Matthew Lewenberger Yep um, yeah, and the other so. being Craig Bird, but we'll talk about Lewenberger first because the ruck was um, uh, an area where they've lacked. Mm-hmm. I'd say even before Paddy Ryder left. Yeah, because um, Paddy Ryder was inconsistent, so yeah, you don't know what you're going to get out of him from week mm-hmm. to week. But when he left, you're left with nothing.
1: Well, yeah, when a couple of weeks ago I was on here and I spoke about how a lot of our game was built upon, built upon Ryder sort of out jumping and getting us first use of the ball and then. And we didn't have that for a whole year this year. Yeah. Um, adding to the fact that all, our midfield was shot to pieces as well, you could really see how how it just sort of screwed up the entire structures that we had. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, so
1: yeah, having that guy like Lewenberger, who if he's healthy, which you know,
0: I was say that's mm-hmm. the thing. I wouldn't be pinning too many yeah. hopes. I mean, I, I don't think he was Essendon's first choice either. I'm sure they made many inquiries on. Hey, uh, Steph Martin. Yeah, Melbourne's nice. <laughs> What's you it know? gonna take? <laughs> heard, heard your missus likes Melbourne. <laughs> she doesn't
2: get a new one, mate. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck her. <laughs>
0: but I mean, I've always heard out of players out of Brisbane always said, "How good is Matthew Lomburger? Like, you mm. must train the house down." Mm. Yeah. Yet to see it though. He's, he's not very convincing on field. Yeah. But it's a good move for him because Steph Martin's clearly overtaken him at Brisbane. Yeah, yeah, and, exactly. And he's going at Essendon, where he's going to walk into yeah. the number one ruckman role.
1: And he spoke about last year how he was made to play forward as well when he wasn't in the ruck, and how it didn't suit him. But yeah, now yeah. the sub has yeah, gone. So he's going to have more ruck. of a chance yeah. to you know come to the ruck and then go to the bench and spend less time in the forward. And yeah. that's going to suit Danaher too because yeah. he's not suited to the ruck. No,
2: yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so painful. <laughs> And let's say you need um, someone to be able to get your first use because, like you said, you've got a really good midfield and you want to be able to hit Danaher out in a lead. Mm. Um, a lot of times, you, you need to spend more time in the weight room to get a bit more strength, but um, if you can get him first use of the ball, it's very hard to stop or get in front or yeah. defend against him. So The
0: so things at that age, though, that the weight rooms, it's, it's too late. Yeah, right. He's 200-plus right. centimetres, I think he yeah. is what he is.
1: Yeah. and His strengths, honestly, he's uh, a vertical leap and yep. the fact that yeah. when he's outstretched... No one's. You no can't one's gonna
2: reach him, yeah. Spoil him or anything. Yeah. It's almost like a more coordinated version of Ben Brown or something. He's the other lead. Just. <laughs> like I say, I think I'm a more coordinated version. <laughs>
0: um, and, and Craig Burt, who was uh, pretty much uh, just, I think, traded out so that uh, Sydney could get more picks. Yeah. Like yeah. Cash it in for their academies. Yeah. Um, a depth player, would yeah. you say?
1: Yeah. I think, yeah, we became that sort of odd man out yeah. at yeah. Sydney when. Obviously, their midfield yeah. is incredible.
2: Yeah, but yeah.
1: again, having that sort of inside player again uh, this season, we had Myers and Hocking out, and we were just getting smashed in the middle. because middle,
0: yeah. none of our guys are big enough. Well, especially yeah. with Myers, how good his kick is. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, that's what you miss most out of him. Yeah,
2: yeah. And I think also it's important to be able to have enough, you know, talented players there. They might be filling the meat out in the bones, but they still have to be accountable, accounted yeah. for mm-hmm. by the opposition defense. Where at the moment, if you block a couple of players, they're sending us really to shut down sort of their uh, yeah. offensive options. So mm-hmm. be able to spread that with the defence is really important in order to be able to get that free flowing, going to yeah. the forward lines and space.
1: Well what was happening is that you know, Watson, Hawking and Myers are out and so guys like Stanton, Zahark yeah. we're getting the best midfielders. Yeah. Yeah. And so when everyone loses like yeah. that sort of When everyone moves up yeah, the order yeah, a little yeah, bit it becomes a lot, lot harder.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and now with uh, obviously the other big out is and um, yeah. We said this last time the, One of the shames is We, we still don't know if Hurd can coach mm, yeah. um, And um, Worst fault, we know we, he can yep. But he's been out of the game for a little bit But having said that He's got all the resources behind him And it's a big club Looking to wipe the slate clean
3: yeah. um,
0: And I think some of their other outs uh, Are actually going to be um, Helping in that way Because they lost a lot of the, the top end talent Age wise yeah. So if we go through the outs, um, we'll start with Chapman, Winderlich and Fletcher. Yep. Um, Winderlich I think, regrets going on that one extra year. Mm. He, yeah. l- he would have left on a high if he left the year before.
1: Yep. So I think yeah. it depends whether his contract covers his medical bills at the end.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly needed that. Um, Fletcher, uh, it was a bit of a shame he's 400th the end of the way he did, yeah. but yeah. he played 400. Yeah. I mean, you can't take that away from him. Yeah. Um, he was an, uh, you know, let's say, an icon of the game, and been there since what, the debut in 1964. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just after the formation of the Melbourne Football Club. Yeah, he played
2: in the university's last game. You know?
0: <laughs> um, it's uh, it's a shame that he ended in in, in a vest, but he's still he's been there for you know, um, 22 years. 22 yeah, years, yeah. two premierships. Mm. It's Good. not a bad career. Yeah.
2: Well, his sons started playing. I
0: think his sons under 18s. 18s.
2: Under 18s, yeah. yeah so. so be too long to wait between another Fletcher getting in there. So. Between the next one? Yeah, yeah. that's
0: it. Is it generation three or four? Because I think he's a third generation player. Or right, is he a no, second yeah. generation?
1: He might be second. I think yeah. he Heard was third generation. Yeah.
0: And yeah, essentially
1: right. Yeah, because Ken Fletcher was 200 and something games for us. 200 yeah. stupid. Yeah. Something. Weak effort, Ridiculous. Really. <laughs> yeah, Bullshit. And then
0: uh, uh, Chappie. Yeah, Chappie was a good pickup. I oh, he was good. Uh, yeah. Did he play two or three years? Um, uh,
1: two years. I mean, he was... I mean, obviously, he wasn't going to have a long career with us, no. but he came in and did what he was paid to do, and he did it well. Yeah. It was
0: yeah. just... He certainly... His effort didn't um, weigh well. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And yeah, he still had plenty of skill. Um, I thought it was a, a better pick-up by comparison when you look at when Richmond got Ben Cousins to try and teach their young midfielders how to play. I think Chappie was putting way better effort than what Cousins was then, and uh, even those had both sort of knock-on effects of how they taught... The rest of the midfielders how to play, how to set up. He
0: so. still kicked important goals. Yeah, he still an important it, things which is you know? what he did at Geelong. So. Yeah,
2: it didn't look like he'd lost any um, sort of game awareness. Like he still yeah. keep with the flow of the game and figure out how to get his hands on the ball and work your way through a game, yeah. more or less. It was yeah,
1: he was real. He was still really good at what he did, but it was becoming clear sort of towards the end of the year that the game was starting to get. It's yeah passing by. Like oh, his brain was
0: still there but his body was there. Yeah. yeah injuries rack up yeah. and they'll yeah. do that after what near on 300 games or yeah yeah. whatever it is um, what'd you make of his book um, I've only read that sort of extract where he
1: had a go where he shots Goddard but yeah. um, it'll be interesting to read and um,
0: sort of hear the full story but for those that haven't he said that Goddard was a selfish player uh, more or less yeah uh, with in a some nutshell, sort of good yeah.
1: at finger pointing
0: and yes yeah, yeah. um but from the outside in it doesn't look like um, you know you don't want to talk out of school but it doesn't mm. look like he's you know gilding the lily or anything There's, it yeah. looks like he's straight down the middle mm. yeah um, especially
2: he so. said like I know this because I was like that when I was yeah. at Geelong I, yeah. I was exactly the same I thought I fucking knew everything and then I realised dang I don't know shit I mean it's going to be
1: sort of impossible I think to tell without being inside the football club what yep. kind of yeah. leader, leader yeah. is but, but
0: don't let that stop you <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll still speculate yeah, let's speculate but but even, like, um, I'm going to all my life because <laughs> I think the,
1: the, the big example I can think of is there was a game against Brisbane this year when uh, it was like a 10 goal win for us or something and Danaher played really really well I think he kicked about 6 goals or something yeah. and there was one passage of play when God I had the ball about 70 metres out and there was a basic miscommunication um, where Danaher led up when he was supposed to lead back and I think Essendon ended up scoring a goal and then after the goal you could see God I'd just go to Danaher and just sort of walk him through talk him through what happened Yep. and I think you don't sort of see that on TV No. you're not going to read about that but
0: yeah, you won't see it replayed Monday night yeah exactly
1: but I think that's the kind of value he can bring in his leadership and again without being inside the club it's impossible to tell whether that's you know the norm or an anomaly yeah yeah yeah
0: Yeah. there was that game where uh, Goddard was um, spitting at somebody um, you know and, and going off like yeah. he has like yeah. his entire career yeah. and then it was Heppel who went up and grabbed him by the scruff of the neck and said oh he headed the game mm. Yeah. Um, so there is that side of it that, um, and, and Goddard reacted really well to yeah, it yeah he started crying <laughs> Um, so, I mean, there is that side that you can see that he recognises it and respects yeah. when he's been told. And look,
1: every player is going to have flaws. Like some yeah. players are going to be yeah. crap kicks or crap handballs and Goddard's or, might be or the...
0: Or run other players into point posts. <laughs> it happens.
1: I think Goddard's is just... He, he just flies off the handle too much. And, it it's good what you, yeah. and it's good what you said about Heppel as well because it shows that Heppel's the kind of leader that's not afraid to stand up with a guy who's like six, seven ah, years yeah. older than him. hundred yeah, games more than and, him. And, you know, be able to, say, pull your head in yeah. and be respected and listened to.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's the most important thing is exactly. already having that respect when you rock mm-hmm. up. But especially with players like that, who, was BJ was number one draft pick, wasn't he? Yep. yep. a gun all the way through school. When you've been yeah. good your entire life and you're around the same people, I'm guessing sort of the pecking order, it must take a while before it starts getting worked out, you know what I mean? Yep. Where yeah. who's really at, at the the highest level of respect and the one and into or the one that... Dictates those sort of public floggings on a field, yep. you know, mid players, things like that. And with sort of BJ there, uh, sort of found himself in a leadership role because obviously they've had a clean out, whatnot. Um, I think it's important to at least have someone who's going to put their hand up because even if it's not the right thing, you're showing some sort of initiative, mm-hmm. and yet someone like Happy who's going to follow along and you know sort of at least beat out some sort of structure that yep. you're going to have across there.
0: Um, also in the outs, we had uh, Jonathan Giles. Which um, the fact that you got yeah. anything for him, um, says, I think a ham sandwich is the a starting <laughs> offer. Yeah. And, and I reckon that somebody had a bite of that sandwich first. Sure. <laughs> um, he's, he's now over at his fourth club um, over in the west. Yeah, yeah. Here in the west. Near yeah, west I'm Coast. pretty sure. I remember I yep. were reading it. Exactly. Yeah, last night. Last so. night <laughs> about yeah night Yeah. yeah. Um, it was. I mean, it's easy to
1: take shots at him because he's it yeah, obviously no, it that's just. Why doing yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> great too. Um, so I love the internet, <laughs> but and it obviously didn't work out. But I don't think that's a sort of knock on his ability. I just think it was a, a shit situation for him. That yeah. obviously yeah. with Lewenberger and, and Bell Chambers and McKernan, he was definitely the odd one out. Well, yeah. th- that,
0: that's really telling. Is when mm. his first year at the club they're screaming out for a Ruckman and yeah. they've gone for a bloke who's six inches shorter. Okay, yeah. And not a leaper. Yeah. Um, and also,
1: well, there was a game against West Coast when Carla was a Ruckman. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's right. Yeah, well, that's when they just went, you know what? We're losing the Ruck anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. I, think, yeah, I mean, the
1: big concern with Giles is that he's sort of that slow, lumbering dinosaur yep. that would have worked in the sort of 80s yep. and 90s yep. where, you know, defensive running isn't as big of a thing as it is yeah. now. And when you get him on sort of big grounds like... Subi- Subi- yeah. MCG, you, you, you're going to get burned.
0: Yep. Yeah that's it I mean not too bad At the centre bounces, But as soon as the ball's gone whew, yeah. once, it's on the, once it's on the deck he's yeah, exactly. It's a long way down yeah. Trying try like to that.
2: man up against Goldstein Or something like that <laughs> yeah. Who are pretty good mm. You know around the knees and stuff um, Well
0: that's it I mean we have uh, Like six genuine All Australian contending Rutlins mm. yeah. You know let's go Sanderlands Goldstein Nat Nui um, uh, Jacobs not, Jacobs from Adelaide um, and there's a couple others that I'm escaping. Oh, Mumford, mm. Mumford um, yeah. you know he's an absolute beast. Yeah, um, David Hale, yeah he's Real. retired. <laughs> <laughs> and he, yeah, he's he he got his he did his job. We'll, we'll say that for <laughs> he him. Did <laughs> he did things. Things he did. And, and some and, stuff. Look, and Stefan Martin, i I put in that category. Yeah. He might be the back of that category, but
2: he's still in it. Yeah, and um, in a different team, you'd probably. Bumping up the list a little bit too but yeah. you just forget about them. so, so that's what
0: I mean like there's some real quality ruckman going around mm. yeah. and so if you're below average it's yep. a long way yeah. up
2: yeah and it seems like if you know you don't have um, the advantage in the ruck it's almost you can see ruck altogether and yeah. you try and shock um, their opponents like because how many people how many times would I probably check it up but I won't um, the Frio would have an advantage in uh, hit outs, outs but, but not lose hit to advantage yeah hit yeah. to advantage yeah. that, and lose those stats and it's because you almost concede that ruck when you know that you're going to have a clear advantage and you will try and counteract that by having that clear advantage of sharking and the midfield and the structures how you run them it's uh, the, yeah sorry there's almost sometimes where you saw the ruckman go up and it was almost fake ruck and you still yeah. go oh, and then all of a sudden he's down and he's waiting for the crumb waiting for the crumb <laughs> yeah. the yeah. Geelong system yeah, yeah, very, yeah that's what it was yeah.
0: which is weird because Geelong have got to like they play 12 Ruckman a game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you got another one this year as well. Yeah, that's yeah right. Lockie Henderson from fucking Carlton.
2: Apparently he's... Uh, did
0: they get another one in the draft? With, oh, they got Zach Smith from Gold Coast. Gold Coast. That's yeah. right.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking
0: yeah, okay, hell, they can't help themselves.
2: I know, especially how you, how can, like, Paddy would just fall on your lap like that. It's disgusting. <laughs> I don't hear no one wanted to go home to Richmond. <laughs> 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 then right. again, I've been to Richmond.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, you got a lot of hipsters. I don't think it's not going to work out.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Bridge Road and even Victoria Street aren't really the most desirable places to hang around.
1: I did live on Victoria Street once, and once you sort of dodge Jesus. all the junkies and yeah. um, other sort of interesting characters... Don't look sideways anyone. <laughs> it's not a bad place. Yeah, I'm
2: still scared to use the ATM, the Commonwealth Bank there on Victoria Street, because mm. I just feel like someone's going like, to grab it and then run down that little alley. Stab you with a chopstick. <laughs> yeah. Well, i too, but, you know.
0: Um, also lost Jake Melksham. Um, yeah. Which, look, I thought... Um, yeah, how do you say it? Not that of a disappointment. I think you got to fucking steal. Yeah, <laughs> what you got for him?
1: It, I think it has the potential to be sort of a win-win for yep. for both teams. Yep. I mean, a lot of it was made of his contract, which was I think four hundred thousand, which it looks a lot now, but the salary caps about to rise yep. a lot, yeah. so yep. that four hundred thousand might be equivalent of say like a two hundred fifty thousand, yeah. which is pretty yeah. for a guy like Malcolm. You yep. know, that's, fair enough. Yeah. Yep. And to get pick 28 or 29 or whatever it ended up being
0: you know you take yeah. that if you're Essendon he's yep. a yeah. funny player too because they always made a, a lot of his boxing um, background did they? Mm. I thought yeah but what weight division was it
2: Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it did look like he's a few
0: times on the field he's uh, pushing his weight around yeah. but it doesn't help when the other person doesn't move <laughs> yeah
2: and <laughs> it starts making you think hmm, I mind my chances actually
0: yeah. <laughs> um, and of course the big one was Jakey Carlisle um, yep Sort of uh, got out just before he, he found Snapchat, which mm, yeah. worked out well.
1: Um, Who's the oh, the that I
0: wonder. <laughs> yeah. I think it was Jake <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, This Snapchat's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, but pure talent-wise, mm. it, it is a, a big um, uh, loss. Yeah. However, yeah. he wanted to play key position back, yeah. and Hooker and Hurley were better. Yeah. At yeah. that position solely, they're better. Yeah. his kicking for goal at times was um, patchy yeah I think that's, that's a quite nice, generous way nice way of putting it yeah. it, it, it wasn't John Butcher bad no yeah, but no. it was
2: you know and like they say I think you can you can teach someone how to kick you can teach someone how to handball but you can't fix stupid yeah. mm. so I think it's almost like in one ear out the other and you're just not really ever confident enough that he's going to really follow along what you're trying to tell him to do
0: it'd be very interesting how he goes at St Kilda this year
2: yeah yeah um,
1: I'm really looking forward to see how we go down back with the sort of... He almost just gets to start again with a new, fresh new year down back. Yeah. And I think we're going to really see how good he is. Because I still think he's he's going to turn into probably one of the best key defenders. There's a reason why Hawthorne was so keen
2: on him. Yeah. yeah. See, I want him. to see how St. Kilda going to handle off-field issues again.
0: <laughs> oh, they've got experience. <laughs> yeah, are good. Yeah. Well, well, know, no, they're coming
2: back from Seacliff Seaford now. They're coming back into the city, so they are got to be a bit more loose I reckon bit more temptation <laughs> bit more thinking. things going on yeah they put him out to Frankston for a while thinking surely look be as dodgy as the fuckers out of Frankston <laughs> and they weren't went pretty well for him so haul him back in St Kilda and see how they go well, actually were they Elwood or fucking what's there uh, Rabbit. Rabbit. that's right yeah. Oh, right yeah yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but I mean yeah you're right talent wise there's a massive upside there yeah. but it Again, it, it could end up being a win-win because you've mm. got pick five. Yeah, pick five. Pick, pick five for yeah, him? Yeah, yeah. yeah, mm, yeah it's not right. bad. Yeah. In, in a shallow draft, like I yeah. keep saying, yeah. but fuck knows what they mean by a shallow draft because you, drafts, you've yeah. you got no fucking know, idea. Exactly. Um, <laughs> no one knows what they're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Oh, except, you know, what was it? 03 or whenever it was when they said it was a super draft and they were fucking yeah. right. Yeah.
2: And, and also, I think, like, some of the um, young talent would be tanking already just so they don't go to Carlton or Melbourne <laughs> or anything like that.
0: <laughs> um. So, yeah, I mean... Will he be better than Hooker or Hurley um, in pure talent-wise? Mm. I mean, he like yeah. I said before, his best may be, yeah. but um, you, you don't have the same consistency, especially no. out of... And going on the 2015 season, not a hard choice if you had to pick between the three yeah. of them, yeah. not yeah. them to leave. Yeah. Um, he, he's the one you go. You pick five, you're going to be pretty happy. Mm.
1: And again, I was just coming back to you know, guys like Hurley and Hooker, they obviously, it's clear that they, they want to be there. Yeah. yeah. And when you've got a guy who, you know, is army and iron and obviously and they did not want to be there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he, he made his position. Yeah, quite clear. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and especially when you I mean, I'm guessing they're going to have to be pretty tight with the budget and things like that because you don't know what fines are going to be in the making. So.
0: Or well, WorkSafe, just hit him up for... Yeah. yeah.
2: What the fuck? fucking more yeah, yeah. just because WorkSafe weren't unpopular enough apparently <laughs> so you know when you're well, at very where... <laughs> popular with
1: about 17 other teams now I think yeah I mean, well, well,
0: see that's the problem though if the AFL finds them then the fine gets divvied up mm. WorkSafe yeah. just pocket it man they've had the best Christmas party of their life yeah. <laughs> to,
2: to be fair probably wasn't anyone from WorkSafe if someone's rocked up going hey, I'll put my hand out try and get exactly. some money out yeah. of yeah. this
0: <laughs> the transport union's next <laughs> <laughs> like all those buses <laughs> out the windy hill
2: come on guys <laughs>
0: Uh, who uh, Dorovich.
2: Dorovitch. Oh yeah, the construction <laughs> fucking. Oh, what are they?
0: Yeah, I can't. Remember. No, they do the blood testing.
2: Oh, oh that's right. Yeah, like, yeah, we had yeah. the contract yeah. guys anyway. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So on the draft front, because Essendon made a concerted effort to go to the heavy in in this draft. Yeah. Um. So we'll go through a, a couple of their early picks, like Darcy Parrish and Aaron Francis. I think they were yeah. four and five or five and six. Uh. Because it worked yeah. out with Sydney. I fucking, can never tell without. That. Right. Yeah. The academy shit. Academy shit. Yeah. But Darcy Parish was the one that they yeah. pencilled in. Yeah. Yeah. The one that they wanted and that's what they got.
1: Yeah, it was going to be two of three out of Parish, Francis and Oliver. And, yep. and Melbourne took Oliver, which left us
0: but Parish you, and Francis. So you got what you wanted there.
1: Yeah. Parish is... I don't think there's any question on his talent. But I just wonder about his size and yeah. how he's going to translate to the, to, to the AFL. Yeah. Well,
0: I think well, he'll do really well, but... Hopefully he gets yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. I, really, there aren't many draftees who haven't played state league mm. that are uh, ready round one yeah, yeah, in, in their first year mm. um, and yeah. that's you know we had a go at Melbourne before but that's one good thing they did with Jesse Hogan they got him as a 17 year old and went right yeah. you're not yeah. saying nothing in yeah. team, you know year two or, or whatever it was I
2: think especially mm. you've got to have the older bigger bodies in your team sort of protect those protect. young people as well whereas mm. Melbourne I mean they got Jones that's all they had to, he's not going right. to protect shit when you know he's too busy getting the ball himself and trying to do something with it
0: Okay, so looking at the 2016 season for them, then the uh, the double up games are always interesting. Uh, they've got two against the Tigers, the Cats, the Saints, Gold Coast, and Carlton. Um, so, I mean, for a team that finished the 15th, it's about what you'd expect. Yeah, it's not yeah. too bad. Not being too uh, too mean with the top uh, top teams. Yeah. Uh, although, having said that, I think Geelong's going to be a top four team this year. Yeah. so Yeah. There's a tough yeah. one.
1: Yeah. And getting Geelong twice, I think, it was. Was part of the plan anyway because
0: you got like the, the country, the country game.
1: game, yeah, round four, which More is what oh, really. for us, so mm. it's yeah, we're <laughs> <gonna> <laughs> say,
0: yeah, it's it's good that you know, when it comes to marquee matchups, obviously they've got the Dreamtime at the G and the Anzac Day, yeah. Um, I, I applaud them for trying the country game, it'll it's, be interesting uh, to see how it goes. Where's it being played, yeah, in, <laughs> MCG, Ararat, <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's, it's been played in the middle of Melbourne, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, I mean. I guess Anzac Day is not played in Gallipoli is it so no that's right oh
2: well, that's true yeah, yeah fair enough fucking
0: okay. Sheedy's she, she just justified himself there again so,
2: so they're just gonna like I don't know send buses out the country or something just like reverse <laughs> gentrification I, into the SCG?
0: I think that they're gonna open up the, the gates and everyone's gotta drive in and park. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you've got to reverse Beat up the horn after <laughs> <up laughs> every, every goal. Yeah. Um, they're gonna turn off the uh, the match review cameras for the day. So <laughs> wax behind playing. Yeah. Yep.
2: <laughs> That's what you want to see like a heritage round or something. <laughs> just, all the old rules are gone. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> just make the field just an absolute mud bath. Yep.
0: Yeah. Oh, bring in mud, yeah. Yeah, at half time. So <laughs> play the first half dry drop in mud drop in wicket
2: that'd be great for the for the wives and girlfriends <laughs> um,
0: yeah but you're right they do play Geelong twice but the second time is Geelong's home game at Etihad yeah what a fucking steal yeah mm. got away with that one
2: yeah actually how do they oh that's right because they've uh, uh, legisl- oh, in the contract of Bahamian they can play at Etihad for a weekend is that why they're playing that one there I, I think point. they just have a
1: certain amount of home games that are at Eddie and a certain amount that are at, at Kedinia, or whatever it's called now. Scare, and then they leave the... Skilled
0: Stadium? Or something uh, else. Yeah. Whatever it is, Canadian uh, Park. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I think they leave the sort of... Um, the Canadian the Park matches for the sort of like interstate teams. And uh, yeah, yeah. Range.
0: Where, oh, yeah. Where they know they can only yeah. get 25. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But, but sure still, I thought if Geelong are playing home games um, not at Skilled Stadium, I thought it would have been at the MCG. But anyway, looks, mm. you know that's to Essendon's advantage as yeah. far as I'm concerned. So I'm mm. pretty
2: sure you we went and watched Geelong play a game at Etihad Stadium this year. Did they do the same thing this year, like with that sit-up? Because I feel like we watched someone play Etihad Stadium, who it wasn't their home ground, but this was a home match for them.
0: Well, uh, Hawthorne Port played there. Maybe yeah. it was that one. Um, but uh, I think there's a
2: couple every year. But yeah. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, I don't know how many home games Geelong have played there. Yeah, we saw Geelong North.
2: North I sort of so yeah. I think they they played there. Ah, that's right, yeah. Because originally it was, it was North home ground, isn't it? Elliot? Yeah. But for whatever the, reason, it no. There. This year it
0: was North home game at Eddie. But yeah. anyway, anyway. Um, some key games for 2016. I've got round nine against the Saints um, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, getting thumped by 110 points this year, but obviously it's you know Jake gets to come back, mm. and I'm sure you know um, we're we past booing now. You know, I, I, <laughs> I have no reason <laughs> to
1: boo Kyle. You know, got us pick five and. You know. <clears throat> Jacked up his trade value by you know, saying he'd go to Hawthorne. Applaud so <laughs> him for that. And again, no thanks.
0: <laughs> yeah. No thanks to Hawthorne at all. <laughs> how ungrateful they are. I'll um, see him a
2: boo and I don't carry the way. So <laughs> Peer pressure. Out of it.
0: um, it'll be very interesting, though, to see if he lines up on Danaher. Um, mm. I, I imagine yeah. that they've known a bit about each other at training and that kind of stuff. So, mm. yeah. But uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be one for the fans. And the other key game I put down was uh, round 20 against Geelong at Etihad, which we just spoke about. Um, so who are we expecting a big year out of this year for for Essendon?
1: Um, I think Downer is going to keep improving. You better. Um, yeah. I. He was.
0: He's had good games. Yeah.
1: I, I. don't think anything he's done so far isn't throwing up red flags. Yep. I think yep. he's done what he what he can do, and he's been taught really well, obviously by Lloyd yep. in goal kicking front.
0: Yeah. So. And I think now Lloyd's taken a step back, but he's still going to be around. Yeah like yeah. sort of Obi-Wan yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know is he going to fucking kill him yeah. some <laughs> stage?
2: Um, I th- I'd like to see Hurley sort of get his own little minions and create a backline that's his because um, mm-hmm. he can't do it all himself and especially with how well he did it this year it's going to be a key focus when you start to play against um, Essendon because their the talent is still there and the experience is still there and the problems they had weren't skill-wise or, you know, on-field issues or the off-field issues that was one of their biggest downfalls. So with that hopefully equaled out, um, I think they should have a, an edge over someone like St. Kilda, but they are the teams that they're going to be competing against, not only for um, uh, going up the ladder, ladder positions, but also for possible draft picks and that. And it's almost like a yardstick where you want to measure, measure yourself against. Because like we were saying last night, where it feels like St. Kilda have gone on a different strategy to like North and Essendon and teams around that sort of area where uh, Saints have gone for complete um, underage clean out. out, um, CA can do that and North Melbourne's gone for the patch together. But Essendon with the the circumstances they were in was kind of a different one where they had to make do out of necessity for a while. So now they can put a plan into place. It'll be really interesting to see how... I'm interested in how those three teams um, play against each other and where they end up. I think they'll be fighting for positions it'll be the same yep but I think Essendon probably has the best uh, ground standing on provided yep. that he sort out these issues
0: considering the situation they've been in uh, I think they've done very well that if worst case scenario comes um, you know when this decision comes down it won't be Armageddon for them mm-hmm. um, Yeah. because you know some players have moved on retired and, and traded out yep. that if they lost all those players they yeah. still have a, a competitive side And still, players that they'd want to put games into anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, obviously, I I don't think that's going to happen. But um, Mm. it's it's not all doom and gloom. Uh, Even there is some some light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, and it's not a train for a change. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Look, I I put a big year. I I want to see Collier again. I want to see him put a whole season in, Um, and he can um, push for all Australian selection if he gets. Yeah. You know, if he plays twenty games. Yeah. Um, from what we saw last year, and, and obviously, you know, when you miss half a year through injury, it takes a little while to get back to it.
1: Yeah, and mm-hmm. a stress fracture as well is not really something yes. you want yeah. to
0: Yeah, yeah, it's not something that um, yeah, you, know, you you can't take shortcuts with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always going to come back.
2: And you always a hundred percent. Yeah,
0: but Danaher was an interesting one too because mm. he's obviously um, the father son and highly um, uh, public um, or uh, lots of publicity mm. more yeah. around it. Um, he showed glimpses this year, but he yeah. also showed that it's still not all there. Yeah. Um, so. He
1: he was another one who was. It was very very hard for him to succeed in a lot of games. Yes. Um, yeah. I spoke about the Adelaide game when, for four quarters, every single second he had a guy in front of him. Yeah. yeah. And every time the ball came to him, it was two on yeah. one, and you could be a th- second year forward, you can be an eight year forward. It's. You're not gonna. When, you're not gonna be effective when you're coming up against two on that. one, three on one. Doesn't yeah. matter who you are. It, yeah, it hurts. Yep. So, if we're able to, if we're able to field a sort of full strength team, I think we're going to see even more improvement of him in terms of his uh, leading, uh, his field positioning, and
2: just always, got, and, goal yeah, and goal kicking. Yeah, yeah, some better delivery too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah, still absolutely. took some good marks.
0: I mean, he did. Yeah. When yeah. he shows that, yeah. when he gets a full leap at it, it's yes. like, near on impossible to stop. But it's just getting more of those. One Um, more player as well
1: um, is Bell Chambers, I think. Yeah, actually. He is... In 2013, he was probably the best sort of part-time ruck and part-time forward in the game, where he was kicking Mm -hmm. 35, 40 goals a year and being able to pinch it in the ruck. And if he's able to do that again this year, one, it'll be we'll be able to continue having that presence in the ruck even when is yeah. around. Yeah. Two, it'll mean Lewenberger doesn't have to play in the forward line for long stretches which, of time. Which means and you've got that two-pronged forward yeah. line. So. And yeah. three, we've got another target apart from yeah. So, is is this is going to be a huge year for, for Belt Chambers where he could either be one of the most important players of the team or almost well, out of the league.
0: Well, it leads me into the next one is who's on the chopping block. And for better or worse Bell Chambers is yeah, one of them because he needs absolutely. a year he, yeah. he needs a full year just mm. you know you want to get your body right
1: and again he's another guy that's coming off a stress fracture as well yeah. so it's going to be it's or, going to be tough multiple. for him but yeah it's going to be tough for him but he's definitely showed in the past that he's really capable of yeah playing that that sort of part time rock, part time forward
2: role yeah I think it's a role that sort of and have made a lot of they had Hill who did that pretty well Like mm. he, when, yeah. he, when he started yep. kicking straight um they got rid of um, Bradley who didn't do it very well which was another win for the developers. I'll always have there's always a soft spot for Bradley as, yeah. as useless as he was,
0: he was. He was lovable at it was least. Editated, <laughs> yeah. He might be a retard but he was your retard. Yeah. Yeah. I, and like, and believe me, I know we had Zach Dawson. <laughs> we
2: had uh, Francis, Bur- Francis Burke not Francis Burke Wally Burke. I can't remember, I can't remember his, his first name that... I'm pretty sure it was Francis Burke Jr. or something like that.
0: I, I'm, yeah, I don't think it was Francis Burke Jr. but mm. he was Francis Burke's son.
2: And then we managed to trade in North Melbourne. Yes, oh, God knows oh, what was knows up that. Yeah, he was serious like where's well he had. It was almost like he just woke up and was like, holy shit, I'm on a football field. What the <laughs> fuck is going on here?
0: It, when we say he's Francis Burke's son, the only reason he was playing. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, would, would have been even, you know, uh, we nominate uh, Francis Burke's son. What's his yeah, name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know Francis Burke's son yeah. shut the fuck up yeah. I think we
1: had the same strategy we, when we drafted Brent Harvey's brother back in the early 2000s and he played about five minutes for us there you there go, go. I, I had no idea that Brent yeah. Harvey had a brother <laughs> <laughs> have you
0: got um, Long Jr. as well
1: yeah Jay, Jay, Jake Long who's a rookie he's oh, a rookie right. yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: it be interesting to see yeah. if he um, probably get a few games in the NAB challenge yeah because yeah. yeah, he, he's still undersized From yeah. a very very tall boy yeah yeah but if he can turn into, and I know it's a little bit stereotyping you know, to put you know the Aboriginal into the um, uh, crumbing forward <laughs> yeah. role, but that's something that they're missing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, well, we had that. Um, I mean, Old David played that role yeah. quite well, um, and th- at the same time, you kind of I think you need that ability to sort of rotate through the midfield. Yeah. Which, yeah. Which Davey couldn't do, which is why well, he's not there
3: anymore.
0: Um, also, on the chopping block, I've put uh, uh, Gwilt. Um, because uh, like i said the highlights for the year were the back six mm. yeah. and Gwilt can't play anywhere else i and thought he
1: was i thought he was really good i had i was skeptical about yeah. picking him up but obviously when Fletcher down we we were missing that sort of third, that third back when he like, he did his job he's always going to be on the the highlights that you're going to have if you're going to be him The mistakes. Up. Yeah. Yeah. He's and got a good blooper reel. Yeah, and yeah. look, when you when you get the ball pumped in the forward 50, you know, 60, 70 times a game, yeah. you, your back six are going to make mistakes. But yeah. Will did everything he could. Um, obviously, there wasn't, there wasn't much else he could do, so
0: but it is one of those things like like you say it's now the focus is on it so it becomes confirmation mm. bias every time yeah. he makes a mistake he's fucking grilled again
1: but yeah. you don't see the you know the five or six times where you he's done complete, okay, yeah, yeah. where yeah. he's done yeah. his job yeah yeah
2: I mean, it's not like it's Travis Cloak where you actually want him to do shit. So he's like, he does some good, like, nah, he's forget those ones. He's still a shit can. <laughs> still enjoy
0: Travis Cloak getting yeah. the post from the edge of the goal square.
2: Oh, it's, it's, it's awesome just watching him line up. reminds me of trying to pee after sex. He's got no fucking idea which way it's going to go. See,
0: it's different when you look at Travis Cloak compared to John Butcher because Cloak, he yeah. puts so much concentration into yep. it. He's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to walk three yep. steps and then I'm going to go that. And it still fucks up. Yep. Whereas John Butcher lines up and goes, all right, guys, don't, <laughs> don't know where this is going. Let's, let's try our best. Yeah. It's chaos ball. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, the one where you just toss it up at an awkward angle, whatever.
0: <laughs> Depth <jar. laughs> Um So yeah, the, the, and uh, Courtney Dempsey, I'll put on. Yeah, it, he's yeah. getting up there in age, and yeah. I think again, um, he's sort of in the same position as uh, uh, Um
1: He was one of those players where, if we if we got an offer for him, we probably would have taken it. But yep. yeah, when you've got spots on the list, and the choice is between Dempsey for another year, or you know, pick eighty or something. Yeah, yeah, you, exactly. you, you just take Dempsey for another year. Yeah. he's a guy with a hundred game experience. He, while, while it may seem the opposite, he, he does know what he's doing. Um, yeah, at yeah. least like forty percent of the time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> was it this year that little back heel? Oh, that was last year. That last was year, was yeah, undamnical. yeah, <laughs> that's th-
2: great th- though. It's th- <laughs> th- <laughs> about him finding a role and making mm. it his. And he did that this year, yeah. where
1: he he became that sort of high half forward. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. Where you know when, when he sprays his kicks, which he does quite often, it's not going to hurt you as much when it's you know sixty meters out yep. from yeah. your goal as opposed to in the back pocket. Yeah, yeah. As to the other
2: yeah. end. Yeah, I think he's got to yeah find his own role because if he doesn't do it this year, they're going to obviously recruit someone who's yeah. going to fill that role. So he has, to, he has to nail one down.
0: They got rid of a lot of uh, uh, senior players last year and brought in a lot of young young mm, players. And yeah. gonna, if if he's not. You know, demanding his spot. Yeah, they going yeah. say, you know what? Mm. Wouldn't mind if uh, old mate here got a couple of games instead. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. It will happen for him and guys like Wilt eventually. It's just a matter yeah. of pretty much when. I yeah, think. yeah. Um, right now, you can probably say they're best twenty-two, best twenty-five. But yeah, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. the day comes when there's you know a young guy who's able to sort of push him out of the yeah out of the best team because at the end of the day, those guys aren't going to be part of your next premiership. So yeah.
0: yeah. Um. So where do we see him finishing uh, this year? Uh, Will, where do you reckon they go? So, uh, 2015, six wins and fifteenth. Mm. But uh, the, I can't see them going backwards from there.
1: No, I don't think so either. And I mean, obviously, I'm sort of predicting this based on a, a favourable wider outcome. But um, so you can't can be doing that, man. I chose Tigers <laughs> as sixth. <laughs> but I, like I said a couple of weeks ago, this team isn't that radically different from the team that. Was you know finals contender in 2013 2014 so it wouldn't surprise me to see them finishing anywhere from say bottom of the eight, the top eight to you know fifteenth fourteenth yeah. something like that yeah. but they are one of
0: those teams that could, like you say sixth to fifteenth yeah. yeah all yeah. possibilities yeah
1: exactly yeah and we'll have I think we've got the advantage of a, a pretty good draw um, we do have to travel you know a, a lot a lot for a Victorian club mm. but you get a lot of that sort of six to twelve position, a lot of it can be based on what your draws like. Yeah, yeah. And Essendon's draws is, is pretty good, so. It's not
0: just who you play, but when. Yeah, you know, exactly. If you come up against teams that are, yeah, know, um, just come off a hard one over in Perth or something like that, or, mm. or you know, a couple of key injuries or suspensions. Yeah. And a lot yeah. of it's,
1: I mean, it's so hard to predict because, yeah, like you said, it's a, a lot's based on what the, the other yeah. teams like, and you might run up against a team who's just out of it and. Or, yeah,
0: or like this year You I mean you, you mm. run up against the, the Saints they just yeah. everything just everything works you. yeah if you, yeah, you, you put happened. them
2: 40 deep in the first quarter I think and you can just win it a cancer and they come back and mm. end up getting over the line um, and like you said I think there's there's such strength for um, competition between 6th to 14th I think so it's really hard to anticipate how those teams are going to rock up and like I was saying Essendon's problems weren't skill or uh, on field mm. stuff They've got the talent there. It was just all the off field bullshit. So it's really hard to, f- to figure out where they pencil in because they really could come out and be world beaters. Yeah, and
1: Warswald's done this before. He's yep. took yeah. a, a West Coast team that was horrible under yeah. Judge. Think, yeah. And, so, he t- and he took him to, I think, sixth or seventh in, in his first the, year. It that
0: one year where they went from uh, like second last to third or something yeah, stupid exactly. like that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and, and there's talent there. Mm. there's yep. you know all Australian talent there's a Brownlow medalist yeah. they've got the, the the cattle it's just how yeah. they fall into line yep and the other obviously the other big thing is is,
1: is injuries and depth when yeah. Lewenberger who's probably going to be one of our most important players is made of glass <laughs> Yeah. yeah so he might play eight games he might play 20 games yeah, a lot of it's going to be dependent on how on how much he's on the par.
0: Doc reed has got his work cut out for him. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like he, you got one of the best in the business. Everyone's things. broken legs. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone blind.
2: <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so I think um, I think they're going to be fighting with the Pies Saints North and Port for tenth down to fourteenth spot.
1: A bit uh, put in put it, North it, Melbourne, I think. <laughs> put put yeah, a number on it. Put,
2: we had a couple of North Melbourne people in last night, so fuck them <laughs> <laughs> I can get behind that that's yeah, fine just like after that I put Bombers at 14th <laughs> uh,
0: Josh has picked 14th as well um, and I said 11th um, but um, like I said I was the worst pick last year when in doing our pre-season ladder predictor so. let's
2: be fair none of us have got any credibility when it comes to correct tipping at all I, At all, I got
0: just as much credibility as any other journalist out there
2: <laughs> yeah that's true actually fuck all <laughs> you got a shoe in spot on today tonight
0: So there you go. That's our um, primer for 2016 for Essendon. Uh, Thanks again, Will.
2: Much pleasure. Thank you. Cheers. Peace.